so excited just making sure everything's good it's a new week a new time to get together on our monday weekly amuna class as we get ready for once again another tuesday amuna class coming to you in this studio i think i believe and i know and i can feel that you're all here with me together everything's working thank god we have to really give a thank you hashem when it all comes together because i was worried a little bit today which i shouldn't do but i was honestly because i didn't know if the wi-fi was going to be back and it is it's here and i hope that's appreciated that we're able to meet together just making sure everything looks good thank god it does to thank Hashem when we're able to join together in these beautiful ways and with technology nowadays it's able to have the live feed and our Brez of Israel podcast we're on Brez of English and the Facebook and on our YouTube channel and it's all growing thank God and guess what this week we had Rav Yonatan Galed isn't that excited he joined us again I was very happy to see him back with us and what else oh we have Gedalia Fenster's classes as well and DHC we're back in track, the new winter, Zman, the time, the rain's falling. It looks like it's going to be a good time together. You know, people are getting a bit nervous about what's going to be. And our Muna Future class is with tests of truth. So even though there's a little bit of a testing ground right now, even though we're starting a new time period, a new year, we're with Avramavinu's special light like we spoke about last week with that confidence boost that we all needed. We're going ahead with a renewed mindset and light and energy together it's not something which i can do alone as we've spoken about so this week what are we going to discuss we'll discuss many many important points i put in the details how there's a concept in torah called mice over simon the bonim we explained it or try to write it in english <laughs> we do the best in our english translations but the idea that our ancestors went through 10 tests specifically abramavino he was the one in these two Parshas of Lech Lecha and Vayera. Right now we're in Parshas Vayera. This Shabbos is Parshas Vayera. We are experiencing, as we're going through the 10 tests of Amavinu in the Torah, it's coming and manifesting in the world because that's everything according to the Torah is how we see life. So we have to understand that it's not like just like what was. It's Nitzchias, it's eternal, and it's happening to us right now. We're just going to make sure these videos are coming out a little bit better than we're seeing have this holy safer will help us out a little bit there we go okay fantastic always able to make improvements and make sure that you guys are getting the best view of our studio class thank god we're here the wi-fi is good and if you want to give any comment comments feedback um I'll, please god i'll be able to see what you're saying you can say where you're from always appreciated we've had it all around the world so far in these Muna classes and it gives us a lot of encouragement to go ahead, to know that you guys are tuning in and it's going global. So since we're back here together in the winter days that are approaching, and this week is a very profound experience of tests, people don't know what's going to be in America and the US of A. We don't know who's going to be the president. By the end of the week, maybe we'll know. Maybe even the middle of the week could be. And is that relevant? Yes, it is relevant. It's something important to know. And there are many stories of holy people over here who would ask, who is the president of America today? Because since, you know, it changed from one to the other, I just want to have in mind that person when I make a, the, the bracha that, I, you know, that, that's not my job in the world. I don't have that position to be a president. I have a job to be who I am. 
and to make that shaloh sunny whatever or sunny kritzon or whatever the bracha is that you should be able to tune in to the fact of what your mission is, what your shlichus is. Maybe you're not the president of America, but in your little sviva, or even in your big sviva, in your community, in your opportunity, on your online experience, you can have an influence. Now there is going around, and I, I want to mention it again, because I think that it's so relevant for our classes since we are online, and that's a big part of what we're doing. The idea of social dilemma, I don't know if you guys, whoever has Netflix, I thankfully do not right now, thank God. It's one of those things that can be very addictive and time consuming. So over there though, I have seen some some of the people involved with it and on Joe Rogan, he was discussing it with the main person who helped create it. And it's important to understand that with such a challenge online, I do make a disclaimer one, that if you can listen to me on the website or what, which is thank God a much more protected environment or on the podcast where there's audio, so you don't have to get pulled into the whole Facebook streaming story, or, you know, we have, you know, on YouTube, thank God we're trying to keep our channel and who we're associated with very positive links as something which personally I've tried my best online and it gets increasingly challenging as time goes on to surround myself with a lot of light on my website and on my emails that I come into contact with, my WhatsApp groups, everything I'm doing online, I do make a disclaimer, I'm trying with all my rotonus and will to keep it in a positive positive a positive sphere of influence that the people that are influencing me on some level are people that I want to be influenced by and not, God forbid, some like negative, you know, brainwashing of negative, of not truthful information. And that, ties into what we're going to talk about, that Avram was an Ish Amis, not just an Ish Amunah. He wasn't just a person who loved Hashem and had Amunah, but he also was a Sadiq who was able to increase the light in the world and to bring out Hashem's name in the world, Mephasim. He didn't have internet then, and yet he was able to call out to the world the name of Hashem and inspire people to a whole different level, just like our host, Rav Shalom Arush, who will be sitting right next to me, please God, I mean, I'll be on the other side, but we'll be having, please God, our guest this week is Leron Mazur. He'll be coming in through Zoom and you guys are welcome to join us tomorrow night, 11 o'clock here and get that experience of Rav Arish in English where you can see and not only tomorrow night, but all the classes from before, even Rihanna Tengaled, it's all based on Rav Arish's forum, Universal Garden of Amuna that's come back, thank God, in English. And we can get the name of Hashem out there through these kind of channels of spiritual inspiration and classes that we're putting together over here. Now, the good other news is, because we have a lot of good news today, it's a time of Besaras Tovahs. We want to give over good news. Like Cheshman, there's no Chag, there's no festival. But at the same time, Hashem pours down a lot of rain, a lot of inspiration, and we can create that Messianic Chag, that festival La'asid, the Chag La'asid, the ultimate futuristic Chag of festival of spirituality. We can build it together now in this place together, right now online, joining in on the class that's going to go out on our editor website, we can build that energy of inspiration. So what's the other good news? We're going to have an Amuna Zoom tour. We want to be able to join you in, hopefully through Zoom, and we have the technology over there in the studio there in the other room with the soundproof studio. We, we can get it done really professionally and done nicely in Zoom. We're going to be meeting with these people. And it's good to spread the good news. Yes, thank you for loving my class. I, lo I, I love your appreciation. I would like to say I love you too, but I don't really know you, but I love the appreciation. That much I can be honest about. And that's the 
point is that when we're sitting here and we're going to have these Zoom classes, the opportunity is for you guys to tune in to Rav Shalom Arish and really talk to him. Hopefully that would be the idea to have meetings, to have one-on-one -on -one meetings or two or three or four. I remember when I traveled Rav Arish in 2018 and 2019, specifically around this time, it would be like somewhere like New York or somewhere, or Miami, New York. Around this time of the of the past years, Lech Lecha Vieira, this is when we traveled with Rav Arish, and maybe even another Pasha. One time it was Noach, I think, and another time it was Chai So it was like around this time in the middle of October, November. So that light that Rav Arish gave and during those meetings, I had the, the merit to sit in many of them and help translate or be part of it. And we had all kinds of special guests come from all around, from all different kinds of people, like every kind of nationality, every religion, but what was drawing them to Rav Oresh, as well as obviously the, the Jewish following, what was drawing those people there was the fact that he, they wanted to connect into that light of Amuna and that ability to do a spot us, to talk to Hashem. And we have to know with Avram Avinu, when we tune into Avram Avinu's light and all the Sadiqim's light, if you go through the Sefer Meshivas Nofish, the Sefer from Rabbi Nachman ben Feger and Nachman ben Simcha, we see that a tremendous on that all the Siddiquim, all the generations had exploded us. That from Adam, Arishon, to Noach, to Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, uh, Moshe, Aaron, Yosef, David, Shlomo, all the Siddiquim that we that we bring into the Sukkah, and during Sukkot, and even Shlomo, who's the last of Shpizen, all these special guests that we experience that light, we bring it in with us into the rest of the year where we are now in Cheshvan, and we start to read about those Siddiquim in the Torah, and from Avram all the way through. So Avram was Hashkama Saboke, he was getting up early, just like Gedalia Fensor talks about getting up early getting that early start and bringing out that light of Amuna and doing a spot of us talking to Hashem and connecting in and bringing drawing down the inspiration and they have the whole tefillah chakras come out from Avramavina's light and then we have the tefillahs of Mincha which is the afternoon press the chakras is the morning turning the darkness into light that's why it's called black the tefillahs of blackness which is really making it white it's a oxymoron I suppose or the you know have the the way we say it in English, but it basically is a transformation of the darkness to, to light, like the night to the day, that morning prayer, that's that transition point. And then we go again before it gets to night, we have the mincha, the afternoon prayer, and then we have Arvid, the night prayer, and that was Avram and Yitzhak, and then Yaakov. This is the energy that's coming to work. Not only were they davening to Hashem the Shemona Esrei, the, they're bringing down that light of the 18 blessings that we talked about last week, last, last the class, and we mentioned that as you go through the Yom Tovim, they get more and more, and Shabbos into more and more levels of tefillah. So one of the things I meant there, and you guys need to, you know, be a fact finder, you know, everyone in politics now is into fact finders. You have to keep, keep a watch on my classes. I meant, when I meant about the three, four, five, six, seven, the increase of Holiness as you go from a weekday to, to Rosh Chodesh, to Cholomoyed, to Yom Tov, to Yom Kippur, to, to Shabbos, to Rosh Hashanah, to all these special times. And what I meant was the Aliyot of the Torah, not the Shemana the, the blessings of the Shemana thank God, is always generally seven, except for Rosh Hashanah where it turns into three in the middle, so it comes in almost like nine. You have to like, you know, pick me up on those points. I want to make sure that I'm always saying truth. And that's part of what this class is. That when you speak, there's a test of truth. Even Joe Rogan on his level was saying that, you know, the thing he worries about, thank God he's a successful person on his podcast, but he, he worries about, did he say the truth? Did he say the most, uh, the most valid, uh, researched, important like you know what's going to help influence the world in a positive way he has a good heart joe rogan but there's one thing i just want to point out from him that was a big mistake that he said and if anyone wants to send it to him i'm not saying it in any way form of insight or anything because personally i grew up i didn't know either otherwise you know i 
grew up, and I'll be very open with you guys, because one of the holy points of Amravina was Bris Kodesh. He was holding a level of Bris Mila, and he was able to be holding in a place of Kedusha Tahara, holiness and purity. I just want to make sure you guys on YouTube are hearing me. So you need to say something or whatever. Uh, la, la. Oh, Shalom from Tulsa, Oklahoma again. So happy to see you. Wow, guys, amazing. So I'm just going to be very open to you guys about what's going on. That when I wasn't religious, I didn't know anything about, you know, Kedusha Vatahara, spirituality, all these things we're talking about. And even really know Avram Avinu, maybe vaguely Abraham or something like that. So I, I had the merit, like when I was a teenager and, you know, unfortunately what I was doing before I had the merit, I was, you know, what most men do. And Joe Rogan was talking about, it, I don't want to be crude, but I was, you know, let, releasing seed, you know, in a, in a way that men do. Uh, in, in not the right method, not the right time. I wasn't married or anything. There was no mitzvah. I didn't know about that. So thankfully, I uh, got friends of holy people who were not actually religious at all, but they were just special souls, sincere souls. And one of them said to me that that energy that you have there is is all it needs to be contained, needs to be used for the right time, right way, right process, like as if he was a rabbi or something. This guy just tuned into some words of truth. Now, I didn't just ignore him and like say, yeah, whatever, laugh at him. I thought about it. And by the time I was 18, I'd completely stopped. And thank God till now, I'm like 40 now. Like no such thing as doing such a thing anymore. Thank God. And what was the, the clarification I want to give to Joe Rogan? Someone should send it to him. That when you hold in that energy, it's not a matter of now you're going to be like mentally distorted and obsessed now, God forbid, or you're going to like, God forbid, want to be obsessive in a not good way and then act out in not good things. When you hold in that energy, and that's why I've seen by holy people living in Yushalayim, it actually generates a tremendous buildup of light. Because remember, the seed has a tremendous power of souls that come through a person into making another child, making procreation, to make you partner in creation. And Avram Avinu, that was his big avoda with Yitzhak, trying to bring down this soul that would be the progeny of his people and the, and the continuation of the souls of Avram and Yisrael, that there should be in this world a representation of spirituality and continuation of Puravu, of being fruitful and multiplied, but through the Bris Kodesh. And that idea, the Bris Kodesh, that he first had to do last week's Pasha, and then this week's Pasha, he heard the good news of Schok L'Asid, that fortunate news that Yitzhak Avinu would come through Avram Avinu and be the future. And not only that, that he would be tested so much to the point where we mentioned in our notes that it would be a climax of this tense test. What was the tense test? After bringing such a child like Yitzhak Avinu into the world, he was tested, should he to do a Kedis Yitzchak, to offer him up which was against everything he'd ever believed. But Hashem was telling him, testing him, to see how loyal he was to the will of Hashem, that even something that was opposite, everything he believed, his whole Yiddishkeit, his whole religious mindset, his whole spirituality, his whole life's work, was being tested at this moment to offer up his son, because he was against that whole culture. He was against people that do things like take away life of children. Like, I'm not going to get political, but the, the idea of offering up children, unfortunately, was, was a widely popular uh, way of serving gods, gods with an S. And it was something was a big mistake in that time, Molech or something like that was called. But the point is that Avram Avinu stood up against that and was teaching the world there's one God and you bring a child down and you're responsible to that child's education, as it says in this speech, Pasha. You're, you, you give him the commandments, the, the surveyor, so you have to get your bias, your house, to how, go ahead in the path 
of Hashem and I'm trying myself as a father it's not easy like as and my soulmate and I like she was saying you know to me how important one of the things that you need to with this test you see the idea of versatility emotional intelligence you see this idea of being able to adapt that you have to be able to adapt to situations that's something which I need to work on a lot and I come home and there's like a bit of a balagang going on it adapt now now it's not time to say hey why isn't everything like you know hunky-dory and everyone's floating around you know muna muna spiritual no it's going to come home it gets a little bit challenging and then what you got to do is then now this is a time where you've got to spiritualize you've got to see how Hashem's within that test is within that balagang situation we're all going through on some level I mean everyone's still with this corona challenge I wish I didn't have to be bring it up, but it's still gone on on some level. Like this country's going into lockdown. I feel for you guys um, right now. We're out coming out of a lockdown, but it's affecting us. Like, you know, we want to make a wedding and when's it going to be? What's going to be? Oh, we want to make a permits. We want to make a this. We want to make that. You want to, all the different things a person wants to do. You want to make an event. You want to make a tour for this in black, bring him out to America and get him to tour around California and all these other places have reached out. And we don't know for sure the back of our mind. It's all going to come together. The communities don't know and they have to choose outside events. And it affects everything, this this challenge. And thank God they're working on a virus, uh, a vaccine against the virus right now. And, you know, people I know, thank God the studio guy, he's back here now so we can record. Like, it's affecting life. It really has been an interesting year, this 2020 or the 570 and now 5771. We're now, like, in a time where it's been a challenge. But the point is, by being truthful and being adaptive, being versatile, being able to be flexible, like Amravina was was constantly put into all kinds of situations. He, he had to pray for a whole city, and he didn't stop praying. He keep pushing. Like, like you see, by Rav Shalomosh, he has this power of prayer, constantly praying. And Rav Sodik says the power of prayer is is infinite. There's no limit to how what you can pray for. You can constantly push and push, push the heavens for good things. And if, and good did come out of those prayers from Amravina when Saddam was destroyed. Came out low and came out from low, came out the spark of the Mashiach. So that's the power of tefillah itself brought the neshama, the soul of Mashiach into this world through Dovid Melech that came from Rus, who was a ancestor, sorry, a descendant from Lotz and his daughter, which was, you know, in itself a very complicated concept, but the idea that often, and as we mentioned in the notes, that from this tremendous darkness, this challenge that we get as the winter begins, and the darker days begin, like we have to do Mincha much earlier now, and we have to already get ready of, you know, for a shorter day, a shorter Arab Shabbos, even though, thank God, the night's nice and long, but we have the opportunity now during these darker days in the physical sense, and obviously emotionally affects us a little bit as well, we have to generate much more light from that darkness, and that really is the purpose. So what I'm saying about myself, like, when I didn't know about, you know, being Shomer Bris, I didn't know about this beautiful mitzvah. So what, what was the truth that woke me up? What was that test? So I was tested in university. There were people who came to me and wanted to do things. And I was like, no, I had this clarity, thank God, that this energy is, is doing something positive that I'm holding within. It's not making me crazy. It's actually inspiring my intellect. It's a, a mistake that Joe Rogan thinks that it, it gives clarity of mind. Like just people think that when they smoke cigarettes, it calms them down. It doesn't. It's an addiction. It causes more. Same with the bris. It just causes more and more. It heats you up more. So you say, but I need to release. So Baruch Hashem, you hopefully, one, you learn how to control yourself more. You become more of a sadik in that respect. You work 
work on your on your ability to get used to through habitual holding back say with food and drink all these things Amravina was Makadish all two four eight limbs of his being that includes the brisk that's that was the idea that Avram is Gematria 248 his name itself so that had the power within him to to make the whole man into a, a, a mockum of Shekhinah. And we shouldn't forget for, for the women as well, that they're sneers. And we see by Sarah, she was she was the one who also, together with Avram, was able to bring down this soul, Yitzchak, and bring that schok l'asad, that laughter of the future, that that comfort, the and we're going to laugh at the end of days. There's going to be a laughter, not a laughter like a comedian, but a laughter of how comical exile was. Once we have clarity, once like you have, like they talk about in the, in the matrix, once we get that out of matrix experience and we start to look back at all of history and we, with clarity, and we're very close to that time, and it will make sense, say, of this crazy week with the election. We don't know what's going to be and all the, God forbid, the riots and things that people are talking about and all these political forces going this way and that way. We will laugh and with clarity when we'll look back and see how it's all part of this Mashiach Dika process, the Mashiach Dika days that are to come, the days of Shabbos, where we really experience that oneness, that soulfulness that we all possess, that all of humanity possesses. And we won't need to fight over possessions because we'll understand and we already possess everything we need within we have a soul and that's nourishing us that's the true for form of sustenance for mankind and that was Avram Venus special light to the world and he did that in a path of kindness and love but yet it was so balanced with awareness so when he was tested at that moment with the Akedah Sitzchak he was able to tune in to the truth the MS and that MS is the key that's the balance between Avram and Yitzchak that brings out that that Yaakov that truth that Yisrael the Neshamas of Yisrael brings out that clarity so that when you're in a challenging situation there is that middle path that truthful path that's in front of you now what about when you have to even on some level seemingly go against the truth? For example, if you say something right now, it's going to make a fight, like it says in Shalom Bias, like Avram, and it's even in this week's Pasha where it says Hashem um, changed the fact that there was the information of who, with the laughter, it wasn't said in the name of the person who was laughing. It was changed the information a little bit. Mishana, the MS for the sake of Shalom, that's the concept in Chazal. They changed the as the way it was given over for the sake of peace so that's definitely allowed that's that says in the Talmud that that's the true MS that's the real truth that if it brings more Shalom in the world then that's that's truth and peace working together once again getting that balance that is not a steerer there's not a contradiction remember Hashem made the world yesh ma'ayin he made the world something from nothing. I apologize for any sounds, but we you know we're working on it. That he made something from nothing, yeah? So that's a contradiction in terms. How can he make something from nothing? So the answer is that the real something is a shem and the will the nothing. So then you realize that that the nothing, something from nothing, really was a shem, because he's a true something. So that's the concept that Sam explains and start to understand these kinds of contradictions. Then you can come back into these all these other ideas of Sholem and MS and kindness and fear and all these aspects that seem to be contradictions. That's the true path of balance. You know, I heard unfortunately that there was a concept called Unity 2020. I don't know what happened with it, but being a person who wants to always work on unity, you know, I have my United Souls blog, thank God. We have the podcast, we have all these opportunities to bring more unity, bring more togetherness in everything we're doing online 
online and that's the idea of the groups we have and the information we're sharing we have the power you and me to join together with all kinds of positive things and that was a potential concept in america they were going to make a unity 22 2020 party i don't know it got blocked online and who knows why what this way that way anyways what we can still do i i don't think one we come up on their radar whoever's doing the blocking and if they are going to block it somehow or another it can't block the connection we have on the soul level it can't block the truth of these lessons like for example you buy uh rav shalom Orish book yeah you buy a moon garden of a moon series book you have that book in your house no one can take that away from you you read it you learn it you apply it you become more connected to hashem that's your relationship no internet uh mogul no one can take that away from you no one takes away your free choice. You can always turn off your phone. You can always put it to the side. You know, right now I'm writing a book, United Souls. Yeah, so it, I need every night a little bit of time to just sit and write. But the the beauty was last night, I wrote my. I was in the I was in the hospital. I had to take care of something. Hashem, it's all good. And I was on my way back, and on the way back it was quite a long bus ride, 45 minutes. I wrote that page of the book. So then I was at home. I didn't need my phone. You know, it was such a blessing. I went to bed more normal time. I didn't have to have the phone in my hand trying to do stuff. And then here and there, people hit me up and I didn't have to be distracted. I could literally just bye bye to the phone at a much, much earlier time. So I'm not saying every night it's going to work out that way because life is busy and I'm not always going to get that 45 minutes to write my book earlier on and then I'll have it on. So you'll say, put on airplane mode when I do the book. Okay, that's a, that's a good point. You know, I no one actually said that, but I thought it and maybe someone thought it as well. Because once again, that's the concept of United Souls. We're all together. And I was writing about these points that we're talking about right now in this class. This idea of being present and being able to overcome our challenges to do it with soul to understand the soul language to tune in more into the path of amuna and that's all the classes that we're giving you as you mentioned at the beginning of the class with Yana Bravianatan Galed and Rav Dain Elgrad and Rav Shalom Arush and all our classes we have amuna classes and universal God amuna and all the different things we're sharing here there's so much content there but the point is the application living it bringing it into our life. And that was Avravina's power, that he'd gone through life, all the tests that a person can ever go through and all of the Jewish people in the world will ever go through, he experienced in his life and he passed in this week's Pasha. Kedis Yitzhak, he tuned in to the truth. He tuned in to exactly what Hashem wanted from him, the point where it was revealed after all the hidingness and all the challenges, it was revealed exactly what Hashem wanted and he was about to offer up his son and that was not really what Hashem wanted, but it was seemingly what Hashem wanted and Hashem stopped him at the last moment once he'd proven his pure, pure loyalty. And I believe in our generation that pure, pure loyalty is being brought out of us by all the tests that we go through. I believe that the Ikhvaz the Mashiach, the Akev, we're at that hill step of Mashiach, we're just before the times, before everything comes to that clarification and that Biro, we're just at that time. So we have the ability right now to tune into a higher level truth, the light of Mashiach, the light of Amuna, the light of, of unity. There never will be such unity, not from politics, not going to come. They blocked it over there in America. They won't let you make unity over there. That's why I'm going to go ahead no matter what sitting in Yushalayim with more unity. There has to be more actors, yeah? We're tested all the time to make fights. I came to studio, I didn't know there was going to be Wi-Fi, I was going to get upset with the people. No, let's just be patient, let's come here. Thank God it worked, we're here. I didn't have to make two classes, but I was prepared to do it. I was prepared to do two classes today. I was prepared to do whatever Hashem scenario is, I'll be versatile. Same with the family, same with the friends. 
I'm not always holding there, but that's the mindset that we have to aim for. Same with work. I had a job. I don't have a job. So now I'm going to find a better job. That, I'm in between jobs, as Stephen Covey says. I'm on my way to a better job. That's the mindset that we're always growing, we're always working on our inner self. And our inner self is what we have, Shlita. We have control on who we are as a person, what we represent. And that was Avram Avinu's message that all his being, as we said before, 248 limbs were, were brought to Kedusha, were holiness, and were brought to sanctity. And that was all that energy they held within brought such clarity of mind, such oneness with Hashem, that he became a recover of kindness to the world. He became the representative of Elokei Avraham in Shemone So when we pray Shemone every day, Elokei Avraham, we make a bris. I was just at a bris at Shabbos. It was beautiful in the shul with, my, with the Tolna Rebbe, beautiful Rebbe, my Rebbe, and they did the bris Kodesh. It's brisel Sha'am Avinu. It's not Bristol to anyone else. It's the covenant of Avram Avinu. That is the light, that that Shlemus, that Kedusha that Avram Avinu brought for all the generations. So my blessing to all of you, we're going to end off now, is you have the opportunity in your own way to go in this path of, of kindness and peace, the path of love and peace, but to remember that, you know, that whole hippie movement was a mistake when they just left out the most important element. Truth, MS true to be true to yourself to be true to hashem to be true to the people around you that truth that clarity that will bring in everything you're doing be honest it's hard life sometimes but be honest like Rev elgo's teaching us give charity you have to give one tenth of your earnings to charity on some way or form listen to all his classes to explain all the specifics but everyone has to be honest with themselves and take that money and set it aside for the midst of charity or the same thing you have to be honest with yourself to give shabbos the honor it deserves you have to be honest with yourself to give honor to the people around you to to love them and to cherish them and to give them the time and respect they need and you have to be honest with yourself to limit yourself of all these addictions that are out there to to control and contain that energy just to put it towards the only where Hashem wants you to put it and that's the the whole concept of being a, a truthful person that's the ultimate test of a Kedis and that stands for a merit for all the generations we read it on Rosh Hashanah this is the energy that comes out that we have Rochel Amenu's light we just went through now with, with during Cheshvan and all the rain that's pouring thank God in the Holy Land it's a big blessing we have to say thank you Hashem and we have people reaching out for the Zoom classes Rav Oresh. right now we have Bo Hashem just to end off just so you know what's going on we have Toronto at the end of this the non-Jewish month of November on the 29th and 30th we will be November in the studio please God with Rav Oresh speaking in English Rav Dayan Elgod I mean Rav Oresh himself won't be but be trying maybe say thank you or something Ravel God would translate Ravosh into English and please God will have the translator over there in Canada in Toronto and we miss being there but we have the opportunity to create that situation here in New Shalim with the meetings and all the situation and then after that hopefully Hanukkah something in Chazak and then we'll have other communities thank you Hashem and Gedalia Fences community in Miami all the different lighthouse projects all these different great people can reach out more and more people reaching out from Phoenix Arizona someone reached out today we we'll make an event there through these technology, we can make do that continuation and the purpose of everything Adam Ravinu stood for to bring the name of Hashem and the oneness of spirituality and truth into this world to tune our souls and wake ourselves up from this exile and to dance with Mashiach Sekenu and all the world with the Binyan Bayashisha. We're going to have a third temple in this world where the revelation will be within every person and, and we'll see it 
revealed outwardly into everything we look at online, everything we look at in the world, everything was revealed, Hashem's oneness and love and positivity. And that's the kind of world we're building towards right now, together on our Muna classes, Amen, Amen, and please continue to share. Thank you for listening, and we wish you a healthy, healthy winter.